This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> um, welcome to this Black Girl Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ola Miss Lola. And I am another one of your hosts, the Hill Diva. You can both find us on our respective Instagrams at Ola.miss.lola. And at the Hill Diva. And you can find us collectively at this Black Girl Podcast. But what we are going to do is We need to talk about anti-Asian hate. Yes, this is a huge topic that has been taken over the airwaves um, and that has grown, unfortunately, in popularity. With the pandemic. Yes, with the pandemic, with the, I want to say, with the Trump administration. Oh, for sure. It almost became appropriate, appropriated, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. With the Trump administration, and it's disgusting. And even though, like, we're we're shouting y'all out from Canada, okay, it's going on here, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't sleep. Like, we are not immune to it. I'm sure it's going on in other countries, you know, in the Europe, all over the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately. It's really sad, and I feel like (coughs) as black people who have been, you know, we're kind of used to being hated on and used to being, you know, we can relate. We can really relate to feeling victimized just because of things that are beyond your own control, right? Well, I will say, though, historically... Um, Asian people, specifically Japanese, were treated very poorly in Canada. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, they were one of the few notable, uh, um, accountability, like, notably accountable issues that was brought up by the government. The government actually acknowledged the prejudicial treatment of Asian people back in the day. Mm-hmm. They used to charge them taxes for coming into the country, certain things like that, and they've managed to still grow, thrive, and survive in our country. So we, we've acknowledged mm-hmm. at least the, the, like, you know, the trials and tribulations that Asian people had to face coming into this country. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like you said, a lot of anti-Asian hate has increased, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, because initially where they acknowledged that this pandemic started from was in Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. I remember people calling this the Chinese flu. Mm-hmm. You mentioned somebody was calling it, what, the Kung flu? Yes. Like, Bush. In- Not Bush. Shit. I keep saying Bush, sorry. <laughs> Trump. In a speech, said, you know, yeah, what are they calling it these days? Ah, the China virus, uh, the Kung flu. He's like, he, and he started repeatedly just calling it the China virus, just as if it was regular, as if it's appropriate, you know, jargon to just be calling this. Oh, so inappropriate. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So inappropriate. And, um, obviously, like, we don't condone disparaging of anybody of any background or ethnicity, as you know, on our channel. We love people of all skin tones, shapes, colors, sizes, um, genders, everything. Um, and we definitely stand with fellow Asian people who are standing up for themselves and standing up against, like, mistreatment and hate. And a lot of Asian crimes, like, hate against Asian crimes have gone up, mm-hmm. notably in Georgia, where there was that shooting of different uh, sex spas yes. and salons that happened by some guy who claimed he was, or has a police claimed was having a bad day. Quote, Are you unquote. kidding me? You, you didn't hear about this? Me. No, I people, heard about it, but I didn't realize were the police said dra- that. Yo, they were dragging the police officer up, down, oh, sideways, wow. and backwards because it, it also reinforces that whole notion of like, unless you're white, yeah, yeah, yep. like unless uh, if you're if you uh, if you're white. 
there's always something wrong. Oh, they were having a bad day. Yeah. Oh, this it's guy excusable. was yeah. It's this excusable. guy was bullied. Oh, he's not mentally sound. Mm-hmm. But a friggin' black person or Asian person or whoever is pure evil. That's it's, it. it's pure evil. Oh, they they, they don't they have did a backstory. Nothing. They're a drug abuser. Mm-hmm. They're like whatever to disparage right. them. But this man who was having a bad day. What? If I went on a shooting for every time I had a bad day. Girl, yeah, let's just stop. Let's just stop there. Just stop it right? there. Just stop it there, Trust right? Me. There so would it's... be no overpopulation in this world. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be a problem anymore. Right. But like, that's crazy. It and, is absolutely crazy. And like there was um there was like a an article that came out recently that was creating the dialogue of how black people can help towards the um, this anti-hate Asian American, like, you know, anti or anti-hate, anti-Asian hate movement. And a lot of people are like, but why are you looking at us? And like, mm-hmm. I guess people are using the examples of Black Lives Matter to really kind of be like, well, you guys rallied and supported against this cause. And it's like, cause we've been dying. Right. We've been dying. You know, we're sick of it. Like the pandemic kind of amplified this 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 issue and people mm-hmm. are just like we're sick of it like this isn't new for us we've been dying in these streets exactly and exactly. and like a part of me kind of thought when i thought um this article came out and i saw it i was just like i thought it was in poor taste not necessarily about encouraging people to support causes because i think we should but because it's like, why is this targeted towards black people as if black people are the ones amplifying and perpetuating this hate? It's been mostly white people who have been hating on Asian people, disrespecting Asian people. This whole recent shooting in Georgia, I believe, was by a white man. So it's like, this article should have been how white people can help. Exactly. But Exactly. But I do, on the <sighs> other hand, do understand, like, I think that article, I don't know who wrote that. So I don't remember who wrote it. I'm assuming it, it was, was a, a black person. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a black person. No, no. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no. I'm done. Because I was gonna assume. Yeah. Oh my, that's audacious. Yeah. That's yeah. that's caucasity. <laughs> that is caucasity at, at its finest. It wasn't a white person writing about it either. It was an Asian person. Okay. Now. Mm, okay. So that's not that's. that's so just, it's, it's it's. I don't know what that is. But I, 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 I understand where they were coming from because again, the, the, the vision of Black Lives Matter was so predominant and so normal oh, and okay. so brought so, yeah. out. So like, I okay. can understand okay. why you would direct it at black people. Allies. But it's like, it's, as it's allies. Okay. Right? Okay. Yes. So, but my whole thing is you need to direct that energy to the white people, the people who have been benefiting systematically by, you know, by doing all of this. Correct. Like, Correct. when I heard about this article, because I'm not going to pretend that I read it back to front, mm-hmm. it sounded very Jim Crow to me. Very, you know, divide the people and you and you keep them down. Mm. You know, mm. it, it was it was very um, mm. separatist for really? me. It was the Jim Crow for me. Mm. Like, it was, mm. it, it gave me those kind of vibes because it's like, why why are you just um pointing out black people? Correct, right, right. Because right. there was people of all colors, all creeds supporting Black Lives Matter. Right, right. So it's like it sh- I think that article instead of um targeting or specifying it at black people, it should have just been in general. Right. What can you do to help? What allies can do. Yes. In general. You know? Yeah, I agree. And it's like it's very sad that you know, we have to have allies four different races like because this isn't nothing new like you know Mm -hmm. there's been jewish people who've been mistreated we have like um you know genocide of jewish people we've had the genocide of armenian people we've had um the genocide over and over black people in slavery um we've had you know we've had the discrimination uh against and of asian people and that's happening now but it's just like it should it should generally be like what can we do to make this better as a group and not necessarily as one group because you're asking somebody to help who doesn't necessarily hold the power yet to do anything about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. We can protest them alongside you. We can have our fists in the air and say, you know, Asian lives matter too. We 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 agree that you know. Yep. yep. But we're not in in 
in all the seats of Congress. Exactly. We're not at the White House. Right. Like, yes, Kamala. Shout outs to Kamala. Right. Um, you know, like she's our vice president or they're the United States vice president. I right. want to specify that we are in Canada. Correct. We do not we don't even have that type of diversity in our personal office. Yes, there are people of color in the cabinet, but like right. not the to make significant changes. Right. Like on like the provinces of Ontario is one of the biggest, most funded provinces. That's been run by white people. Right. Like, it's you true. know, no, it's true. So, like, it, it just, it takes, it takes time, it takes effort. Yes, it does take joining, but it's like, challenge the white people that are benefiting from all of these. And who are ma- majorly, in large number, perpetrating these, you know, attacks. Right. And, you know, this stereotypes. And, and really, you're right. They have the most power to make a real change because when you're speaking to your own, they're right. not going to listen to black people. They're not going to listen to us. Okay? Right. They don't give a damn. If they cared about what we said, we wouldn't have our fight to fight, you know? But Facts. They're, they're but just doing things for black people now. now. Right, right. Now. Now <laughs> we're, we're finally getting our spotlight. After 400 years. Right, you know? So and so I do kind of understand him reaching out uh, in the sense thinking that, you know, capitalizing off of the spotlight that we're having. Yeah, I understand. And creating allyship, but... You know, yeah. I, I, like I said, I didn't read that article. And um, if it sounds segregationist, that's a little... It can be offensive. It can be offensive for sure. I just found the fact that it was directed at black people segregist for me. Right. And like, okay. that, that, it was that aspect that wasn't that wasn't doing it for me. Because it's mm. like, if we are supposed to be in, like pushing change and, you know, pushing for better things, like we should be doing it as a collective and not just as black people. I get it. You know? Yep. So. So that that's kind of like how it felt for me. Understandable. So I don't know. Um, Cause like, I don't know. I have Asian people in my family. Not to say that like that makes a difference, but mm-hmm. like I have Asian people in my family. I have Asian people as friends. Um, so it's not like, cause I know sometimes when people don't know or don't understand certain things or certain cultures, mm-hmm. that's where some of this, um, prejudice kind of a mistreatment kind of stems from, because I'm not going to pretend that black people aren't prejudiced and or racist to Asian people. Cause they definitely are. Of I've course, definitely seen that growing up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've definitely, there's insensitivities there from, de- you know, from you know? ignorance that, that arises from. Yeah, you know. I've definitely seen the ignorant comments. I've mm-hmm. seen like, oh, look, look at this person doing like, you know, pointing out those or people of... saying the word Chinaman. Like I've, you oh, know, I've heard that. That's a been lot. such a regular thing, and it's mm-hmm. like it's definitely mm-hmm. not okay. And thankfully, for the most part, um, I don't treat Asian people that way. Even mm-hmm. though it's something I've grown up with and seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've definitely felt prejudice from Asian people towards myself because mm-hmm. again, black culture is very, it's funny because black culture and Asian culture are different, but the same. In what sense? I mean, in the sense that like, um, in terms of like fashion, entertainment, they're very forward. They're very ahead of their time. They're very cutting edge, mm-hmm. very different in terms of like what we do and how we do things. Um, during the, the, the war, Yo, black people were, were in Korea teaching them how to fry chicken. Now they have one of the best fried chicken mm-hmm. out here, you know? So it's like, there's there's definitely history with Asian culture. And I wish, like, I think because of history, like, a lot of Asian people have felt so segregated. Like, there's mm-hmm. very few Asian friends that I've had where I've, like, met their family. Like, really, really met their family. Wow. It's only yeah. kind of been, like, you hang out with them when they're out. I yeah. Like, I have one girlfriend where I've actually met her whole family. And I'm like, oh, hi. And, like, like the reason why I think they accepted me was because I showed that, like, I was not ig- as ignorant or mm-hmm. very accepting of their culture. Like, I would talk to them in Korean and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they'd be like oh my gosh you speak Korea and I'm like oh my yeah it's like yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. no disrespect but that's how yeah yeah you know you know I was like damn I, was I cringe I'm like no, no oh no it is what it is I'm gonna it. say like yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. in a disparaging way it's just like you know right 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 but um but no I get it like, but there was that camaraderie there right that like built a relationship and I noticed that that's not very popular Right. And I was going to say that that is, that is true. Um, I actually have had 
zero Asian friends growing up. Oh, really? Um, there was one guy in my class named Yi. And mm-hmm. I remember, and this is in high school, and he tried to teach me Mandarin. And this okay. is so funny because I, um, he tried to teach it to me, but I was so embarrassed because I felt like I had to show my teeth and my teeth were ugly. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, just, just never, 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 never. So I didn't let him so teach funny. me. But then I've since grown up and it's funny, I went through like, a dark time and to get myself through it I decided to teach myself Mandarin oh cute and I've been do- and I've like kept doing that for the past like over six years and yeah so I can say that means I can speak a little Chinese or oh, well cute. Mandarin Mandarin specifically because uh, Chinese actually does not exist as a language there's either Mandarin or Cantonese so yes. me as a person who is also a polyglot I also speak uh, a couple other languages I was shocked when I heard this. I'm like, what? You know, like, <laughs> I've been saying the word Chinese. I felt so, like, felt uncultured. Ignorant. ignorant, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, geez, I, I feel dumb. So, um, that's just also how I felt, too. Just learning about, you know, just by learning Mandarin, I learned so much about the culture. And, you know, I, I've always just loved people of different cultures because of my knowledge of languages. And I've always thirsted for that knowledge. So, just to hear the stuff, like, people, the Asian hate, it really hurt me. It mm-hmm. hurt me because... Especially in Canada, where we're so accepting, um, you know. Now, of course, we had our past. So we're not perfect. Canadians aren't perfect at all. Like, right. despite our rumors of us always being nice, trust me, <laughs> that's no, that's no. only on the surface. Exactly. Only that's surface. only in your country. We are, we're not trying to get killed, okay? <laughs> when we in our country, we we got our ways. You know, they, everyone's got oh, yeah. their ways. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? But like, yeah, that's just the reality. You know, um, it, it's disgusting, and I couldn't imagine that happening here. Or mm-hmm. a president, the prime minister talking like that and still having his job? Come on. Come on. Bruh. You know? Bruh. Bruh. For real. <laughs> yeah, for no, real. Seriously. You know? Seriously. So, um, I feel for it. I feel for everyone um, who's going through that. It's disgusting. And it's something that I, I even to this day, like, especially since learning Mandarin. And, um, you know, I will speak to people. And, I'll, and if I see someone who's Asian, I'll say, hey, where are you from? Like, what's your background? Or, mm-hmm. you know, and when I, it's funny because whenever I say, where are you from? Yeah. Um, they automatically, if they're Canadian, will say Canada <laughs> in this defensive way. Right. And, and it's like, I didn't understand. Yeah. In the beginning, I didn't yeah. understand it. I was just like, okay. And then I realized there was a complex there because I'm sure they've been experiencing so much ignorance and hate from other people and you know like experiences like with people you know pulling the corners of their eyes and people making fun of their accents and people you know so it's understandable that they have this little kind of defense mechanism so I would say you know okay what's your background and then the person like one girl in particular said oh I'm Chinese and I'm saying oh you know do you do you speak Mandarin and she'll be like yeah a little bit you know like kind of trying to shut me down and I was just like well oh really well I speak a little I'm learning that's why I'm like I'm just trying to find people that speak you know native speakers that I can practice with and she's like what really and she lit up you know so I I spoke to her and then we became friends we ended up exchanging numbers and becoming friends I love it I love it was a beautiful thing and that's one thing with language that you learn um you learn how different cultures you know what insecurities they have what feelings they have how they relate to people of other cultures and Mm -hmm. it's really sad like that makes sense why I didn't have much Asian friends growing up because they stick together because when they reach out they can get made fun of you know they maybe maybe that's also another little complex that a lot that may have or maybe you know as well it has to do with geography i didn't live right. in an area that you know was heavily populated you know it was mainly I, I grew up in a very um you know um caucasian area and i was literally the only black girl I, i've said in previous podcasts yeah um so i just was not exposed that's fair yeah. but um you know their culture is beautiful like beautiful culture wonderful people and you have to work a little more to get their respect they don't just trust you right away you know um even me speaking the language like i've i had to build rapport when i went to the asian supermarket by oh, my I house remember that. you're always telling me about what? that yeah those people i'd come and i'd speak the language and maybe they're feeling like i'm making fun you know but i would keep going and i would keep speaking and i'd come with every week i'd come with a new phrase that i've learned and then they realize like damn this girl's not making fun she's really trying to hone her craft right and she's means business so it's just a beautiful thing and I, got, I grew to know them and one lady that was really not trying to talk to me in the end she's like she heard me talking to someone else calling that person my best friend and she's like she turned in mandarin and was like i thought i was 
is your best friend. And then we started laughing. I and I was like, oh, I my God, it. I've been I accepted, you know. You're like, oh, I, was, I remember calling you and telling you, like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, I feel sunshine uh, <laughs> on a cloudy day. <laughs> like, you know, it was great. So, I mean, when little barriers like that can get... Um, move past I feel like connections can be made and I, I also with America being such a uni unilingual country you know speak English why aren't you speaking English you know think why don't you embrace you know everyone should have to take a, at least two other languages in my opinion well the, the language the the official languages for the United States is English and Spanish right right and right. like and even and people Latinos are getting prejudice regular yeah regularly yeah, being mistreated and right. it's just so it's it's fucked up how how things are going on right now mm-hmm. but it's funny because you're talking about backgrounds i got my results in from 23 and me <laughs> which is if you don't know that is the ancestral tracking yeah like a dna, DNA tracker yeah. they analyze your dna they um let you know where your DNA could have stemmed from, could have come from, and things like that. So, I just wanted to share with you my breakdown. Amen. Um, so, it turns out that I am 82.9% uh, Sub-Saharan African. With the majority coming from West Africa, predominantly uh, Nigeria, Ghanaian, Liberian, and Sierra Leone. Um... And then the remainder being Congolese and Eastern or Southeastern Africa. So broadly like Angolian Congolese and like other East African countries. So a little bit of West, a little bit East kind of, I love it. Kind of mixed I love together, it. kind of blended. Mm-hmm. When I said I was like 45.3% Nigerian, I was like, wow, what? What? Where's my dowry? Right? <laughs> like some silly stuff like that. And then the remaining... Um, 17%, because 0.1% was unassigned, mm. um, the remaining 17% was actually European, mm. um, with m- the majority of it being Northwestern European, so, um, predominantly British and Irish, which mm. I kind of knew, mm-hmm. but, like, it was interesting. A girl, Scandinavian. Wow. Yeah, I was that's like... Scandinavian. <laughs> that's where I got... That's where I got all my scandalousness from. Right. Scandinavian. <laughs> um, and then, like, broadly Northwestern European, with the remaining being Southern European, which includes a little bit of Spanish and Portuguese, mm. um, a little bit of Italian, and then, like, broadly Southern European, so, like, Malta and all of that stuff. Mm. Which I thought was, like, really interesting because... Girl, I thought there was no lick of Spanish in here. <laughs> no lick of Spanish in, in like, in me. At and, all, right? Yeah, and, yeah. like, growing up, we never really talked too tough about family history, but, like, my, on my mom's side, at least, mm-hmm. it like, she would talk about the fact that, like, her grandfather was white. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, part of her family was mixed. A lot of my cousins are very, very light-skinned. Mm-hmm. And, like, we just started getting darker as the time passed Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like I have some older cousins or whatnot that are in like their 70s and stuff Mm -hmm. who are like light skin light skin like white skin light skin Mm. so I'm like oh okay so it's there like I you know I see it but it's it's weird kind of seeing it as a percentage because obviously your DNA combines from both parents Mm -hmm. right and so um, growing up, I was told a lot that, like, on my dad's side, there was uh, South Asian, mm-hmm. which didn't show up in my DNA. So that was interesting. Yeah, so that was misconstrued. Mm-hmm. But maybe it could be like that Eastern Africa side, mm-hmm. that twenty five percent Eastern Africa. But like, what had me shook was how much European right. DNA was in my body, because like. 17% doesn't sound like a lot, mm-hmm. but like that's almost 20%. That's almost one fifth. That is a lot. And that makes me think like, if I'm getting that from just my mom's side, like how white is my mom? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? So no, no, seriously. It made me question. Cause I'm like, if I am 17%, like I, it would make sense if she was 17% and then I got like, mm. I was like 10% white or whatever. Like I could be like, okay with that. But the fact that I'm almost 20%, how white is she? 
that's true. And I, I've never done it. I would love to do that. I would actually send in my mom and my dad's DNA and send my own. Yeah. And I'd love to see like how they'd all turn out. I, I kind of low-key want my mom to do it now because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I need to know. Right. Like, does that mean you're a third white? Where does that come from? Like, it just makes me want to kind of dissect it and understand it more because, like, right now, I'm not close to my father. I don't have a relationship with him, which is fine to me, but, like, I'm definitely a lot closer to my mom, and my mm. mom has more of the diverse history, mm. so it's like I'd want to learn from her. For sure. But it's funny because when you do this report, like, I did the base report that just does the ancestry. Um, they also talk about your most recent um, history in the Americas. Because they know, like, people migrated from um, the Eastern world to the Western world. Right. Girl, why is my family in nine of the 14 parishes of Jamaica? No other island. No, are you serious? No other line. They're like, you have ties in Jamaica. Period. Period. (laughs) And I was like, oh. That's so funny. And then the other feature that they do is, like, a a family tree feature. Mm -hmm. So if you share DNA with other people... They will tell you who it is and how much of a percentage. I love that. So, girl, why did I find third and fourth cousins? And I'm reading them the names to my mom. And then my mom's like, oh, that's somebody on your dad's side. Or that's somebody on our side or whatever. Wow. So, like, you can kind of know who's who's where. And those are people who've already done this track. Yes. Cool. Yes. So, you know for sure. Like, And, and the percentage is obviously not big because if they're third and fourth cousins, they're like relatives of relatives mm-hmm. you know so these people at the most the highest percentage i shared with somebody was maybe three and a half percent wow and then everybody else was like one percent or less i was matching with white people i was matching with black people i have a cousin in barbados apparently hey uh, right i have asian i loving it girl you never know you might be we something might else be sisters, girl <laughs> You never know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like we're like cousins like eighth removed or something? I I would die. It would make sense. (laughs) Right? But But I want to quickly quickly just say because we're getting a little off topic and I want to talk about also this kung fu lady that we love. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) well, we got time actually. So (laughs) I wanted to quickly say this. Mm -hmm. a, a, A memory came to me. Okay. When I was a child, um, I was roughly 12 years old and I was watching TV. This is back when TV used to be wholesome and there used to be ratings and stuff. And, you know, kids used to actually watch TV instead of a bunch of randoms on YouTube (laughs) doing whatever the heck they want. Um, And I remember watching this show and I think it was like, you know, on like Global or something like that. Some Canadian TV. Okay. And it was about stereotypes. Okay. And it was about, you know, what stereotypes are there about you or your background, your culture, right? Right. And they, the reporter was just a random girl, you know, for the show. And she happened to be talking to an, a young Asian guy. He looked about maybe 14, 15. Okay. And she said to him, hey, what um, stereotypes um, do you encounter? And he said, well, uh, when people meet me, they just assume I know Kung Fu. And immediately in my head as a 12 year old, I'm like, yeah, you do. You know, I'm like, okay, oh my cool. God. So I'm yeah. ex- and I didn't understand what the word stereotype meant. Right. So I'm thinking, of course you do. Like I saw, you know, Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking, yeah, so you do. And then he's like, I don't know Kung Fu. I am a Canadian. I'm a regular guy. Yeah. I just go to school here just like anybody else. And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God. And it hit me right there. Okay. I just remember that it was a huge paradigm shift in my mind. Like, holy crap, this guy's just a regular schmegular kid, just like me, got, grew up here. I didn't learn canned food in Canada. They didn't put me in no special, you know? Yeah. So it hit me, damn. Like, I didn't know that I had a subconscious bias. Right, okay. You know? And I remember just from that moment thinking, damn, like, you don't know what you don't know, you know? And I was right. so happy to have come across that little segment because... I didn't even realize I had this bias that, yeah, he probably does know. You know what I mean? But no, he don't. So it it, it goes into the Asian hate and you think you know what you know. Like maybe, you know what I mean? Like you don't know what someone was raised. You don't know where they are in life. You don't know what they've been through. So to just hate them, you know. Or or dislike somebody because of the same thing. Dislike them. Exactly. It's ridiculous. And little mama, a little granny taught one guy that he should not underestimate her backside. Oh, facts. In San Francisco, when um, apparently a 30-year-old man attacked 
two elderly Asian um, uh, just people, bystanders, the walking, living their life in San Francisco. So and he fun. aggressively assault them, beat them up. But what he wasn't ready for was that because he attacked an elderly man and an elderly woman. Right. But little mama wasn't here to play that. Okay. The elderly mm. woman then turned around and kicked this man's ass. Okay. Love it. And beat him. So um, this woman actually made the news and it broke my heart because when you saw the picture of her, she had like two black eyes. You know, I she remember. was all bruised up. Like, it, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Her grandson also said, like, she's scared to leave the house. She's paranoid. She's in so much pain. Like, she was really hurt about what happened. And um, he started a little GoFundMe for her, for her medical expenses. Yep, and GoFundMe I, blew up. That blew the heck up. This woman made over a million dollars. You know she donated all of it? Yes! And be- she became an instant millionaire and then instantly back down. Maybe she was a millionaire before, we don't know. Yeah. But damn, to, if I became an instant millionaire, I'm sorry, Charity. I love Charity, but you won't be getting it all, okay? You, I, I'd still be a millionaire after. Like, y'all would be getting what's in my savings right now, okay? Right, right. All right, so, but, like, I was so touched by her story. For her to, A, beat him down, okay? Right. Gave him a taste of his own medicine he probably did not like. And, um, which doesn't help the Kung Fu stereotype. That's just like a big joke. Haha. Okay. No racials <laughs> there. So don't come for me. But, um, <laughs> but she whooped his backside. She gave him a whole old fashioned can of ass whoop. Okay. Is that the right? Can of ass whooping. Yep. Yes. Yep. Old fashioned can of ass whooping. Uh, old can of whoop ass. She opened a can of whoop ass. There, there we go. go. Dang it. I need to get these jokes a little smoother, but don't worry. Y'all know where I'm coming from. <laughs> and I'm so proud of her. I am so happy and I would want my mother or father or grandparent to do the same thing yeah. if, you know, in a racial situation like that. And it's and it's really sad because it's like a lot of people, it's not, like, what I don't like, like, because obviously self-defense is supposed to help you against, like, unprovoked attacks, but it just makes me so sad that it's like, instead of learning more or like, let's say, let's, let's, let's go into the mind of an idiot for a second. And let's say Asian people were the ones perpetuating stereotype, even though it's majority young white people that are going around spreading this disease because they're not socially distancing. They're not always wearing masks. They think that they're, they can beat a disease Mm -hmm. by doing everything they're not supposed to be doing. Um, the specific people who are like anti-maskers and anti-maskers vaccines or right they're usually younger Mm -hmm. um whiter people Mm -hmm. um you know let's 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 say that in their heads they were right and that it was you know a certain race bringing around this disease and stuff like that instead of staying in your damn house you think beating on somebody's gonna answer it is right like 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 do you have no common sense how is that gonna fix the problem let me go out here touch someone who may be sick and who's causing this let me go in their space like make it make sense right it doesn't make any sense anyway it's like exactly you're not helping the the cause you know what i mean at all by doing this right and mind your business and stay in your house in your house exactly or if you do have to go out go go hang out with your loser friends and go spread spread the disease to somebody else why are you gonna go to somebody who's allegedly supposedly theoretically having or and or spreading this um this disease and pandemic why thank you and the most vulnerable population too fucking elderly people like i'm like are you stupid like if that person was part of the problem chances are that person would be in hospital right now or you know and and i don't like the idea of even looking at people as a problem because anyone that catches this disease is a victim the very person who caught covid was a victim right understand you do not choose people don't run around inhaling you know you'd be surprised you see be surprised but some of these young people who are are putting tongues in each other's mouths and shit because they don't think that covid's real well those people but like (laughs) but i'm talking about in in general yeah i would be more mad like right now i'm more mad at people who vape than anyone who has covid because <laughs> we know that vaping you can get pneumonia you know what i mean yeah so if yeah. you're going right now and you're at the vape store buying a vape stick okay yeah. just get a damn nicotine patch ain't nobody died from that as far as i know you know what i mean That's that would be true. all over the news so i'm mad at that more yeah. i think those people are dumber than anybody who's catching covid because 
COVID is just a disease that's airborne. You know, it's easy. It's happening. It's not something that somebody said, you know what, let me just, you know, whatever, go to this meat market and get everybody sick. You know, no, no one's deciding that. Yeah. And my brother pointed out one more thing. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, for people to hate on Asians, like Asian people are the only people I've ever seen before this even pandemic happened. Like when they have a, just a regular cold, you'll see an older Asian with a mask on. Yeah, it's a regular. I've regu- seen them wearing masks long before it was any It, it was rule. a regular, it was a regular, I don't want to say yeah. cultural practice, but it was a regular right. practice it was within the Asian culture. Community. Yeah. And, yeah, and within their community that if they're sick, and they have to be out. They mask up yeah. to protect themselves and others. And others. Yeah. From, yeah, so it's like, if anything, life. if anything, they are the most proactive when it comes to exactly. shit like this. And you want to blame Wuhan. Wuhan went through with trucks and disinfected that whole city from top to bottom. Honestly, them people didn't see sun. Yo. Didn't see <laughs> oh, wow. sun for months. That's okay? what I'm saying. You're, I remember that. You're here dragging, they're here, people are here dragging the Asian community when it's like, yo, if you really want to go there, they were the most on like them, I'm Australia, right. New Zealand were the most like reactive right. to certain things. Right. They shut their city down. They didn't give a fuck about who lost businesses, whether they were big or small, and right. said, "Stay in your yard, right. kind of yard." And if your ass is outside for no reason that can be proved, you're being arrested. Right. And granted, like the government, obviously there was some controversy there um, regarding like them not telling the international community that yeah. this was an airborne thing. Yeah. That's the government. So everyone can be mad at whatever government they want to be. Everyone hates their own government. A lot of people, you know, I don't want to say everybody, but a yeah. lot of people yeah. judge government. But to go and attack innocent people that are just walking around their own neighborhoods, people living, you know, miles away and yeah. have no power to change this you know and are are doing their part at that you know but it's like it's it's so sad because of the lack of understanding and insight because it's like this this is something that's been going on for a long time that's been unacceptable and it's like you rotate who gets the brunt of it like at first like i remember in 2011 with the terrorist attacks Mm -hmm. it was all people like all brown people didn't matter whether you were from Iran, Iraq, Jordan, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Lib, like um, Libya. D- didn't matter if you were if you were either um, looking like you were from the Middle East and or a Muslim. Mm-hmm. You were being attacked. Yeah, you were being called derogatory terms. You were being called a terrorist. You were being this. There's also this prejudice and all this hate. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna excuse most races, but it was mostly white people. Um, Mm -hmm. when Donald Trump went into office and was talking about building a wall, he was calling, um, Mexican and Spanish people pedophiles, rapists, people that were stealing jobs, drug dealers, dealers, things that were stealing jobs, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, wanting to call cross this divide when Mexico and the U S has always had like a somewhat decent relationship, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, again, mm -hmm. perpetuated by a white man. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I will say too, like the, obviously and like every time you can say that like, it's a white person doing it, you know, if, if you are a person who is white, you might feel like, why is she always saying that? I'm not attacking but, white people right. who are proactive, who are, who understand and respect differences, who are open because I know a lot of white people. And, and no, in general, I'm just saying we're not, it, it's not even an attack on white people. No, but the reality the is, let me just finish. Girl. Yeah. Let me di- Sorry. No, get it out. Get it out. But I want you to understand that the reality of, um, why this coincidence is that a lot of these people happen to be non-people of color is because people of color are used to being on the receiving end of this. You understand? So it's, although there is, of course, people of color that will make fun of other people of color, um, you know, when you're a race that is rarely picked on and is usually used to being the majority, you're not used to feeling that racism on a regular basis, you know? So you might make jokes and stuff that you think are friendly or you might not even feel like what you said is offensive, but for someone who's hearing it regularly, and feels like, oh my gosh, am I being defined by this? Is this who I am? Is this microaggressions? These microaggressions, exactly. You know, so it's just a common thing. Like, if you're a majority, you're gonna say stuff a lot. You're gonna say things a lot because you're not used to feeling being on the receiving end of those things that you're saying. You know right, what I mean? So right. it's easier to say it a lot. So don't take it as we're just picking on you. No, 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 no. It's just the reality of these situations. The culprits happen to be of this this race. So understand as well why your race is doing this. You know, that's like the, the what's been coming up now. A lot of the conversations and talk have been around people feeling offended and feeling judged by being called Karens. 
right. oh, you're Karen. Oh, look at this fucking Karen. Look at right. the, like, you know, right. and, and how they're like, oh my God, I don't feel comfortable. I'm not okay. And, mm-hmm. and that, that, that connection between that and social media being posted. Oh, look at this Karen doing this and right. defying rules and whatever. And it's like the first time where you're being victimized and you're being classified by something that you do not like. Yes. On on a a large scale. And and you hear of these people being like, oh, calling me a Karen is similar to the N-word. No, ma'am. I'm sorry. You were just being called a Karen, what, last year? Wow. People have been called niggers for for 400 years. And I've never seen any Karens hanging from any trees. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Whoa. Show me that, sis. Show me now. I'm triggered. I am. Wow, I have never seen no, a Karen that's so real. Girl, that knocked the wind that's out of deep. me. That is, that is that is deep. That, that is, is deep. Real. Like, how dare you go there with me? Don't that even is go there. Real. Like, if we really want to go there, like, Damn. let's let's talk about it. You know? No, really. Like, oh trust my me. god. What, what? Show me the water fountain that's Karen's only. Show it to me. Oh, Show yo, it to me, really and Show truly. me the Karen's only side of the bus too. Really and truly. Wow. And like, and here's the thing, like, don't ever, don't even go there with me. <laughs> Do not go there with me. Woo! Right? So, wow. so, so this is the first time of them seeing slash feeling that pushback. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because now there's, there's, and it's funny because the terms aren't even as offensive. Being called Karen is just a name. Right. That, that's literally mm-hmm. what people are named. I know two Karens that are black that I deal with on a regular basis. And right. I feel for them now because of the negative connotation associated with that name. Right. right. Um, and it's funny. And it's funny because it also was born of a kind of comedic yeah, thing. Yeah. It was, I'm Karen and I want to speak to your manager. Like, right. that is so funny. You're just a snitch. That's all we're making right. fun of you for. Right, you know what I mean, or, or or somebody who wants the rules bent and or changed for, for them, their benefit. that entitlement, right? The white privilege, privilege, right? Okay, right. It's not necessarily because you're white; it's because you're acting out on a inherent privilege that you don't even realize you're taking advantage of, right? That someone else in your position could never try, that especially a black person, right? Of other, not even a, of a black person, but like of all or other any races. Color. Yep, you're right. That is- really just like exclusively a white person mm-hmm. um so that's kind of where that is but ugh, girl i don't know that so that yeah, one it's, line it's incomparable me. it's incomparable it's, yes. it's just incomparable i'm sorry yes. incomparable okay <laughs> i'm insulted just hearing that i can't i would have came for that girl's neck i really would have if i if i was but yeah that's and, been and that's that. been posted around Woo! you know and Damn. like even growing up, like I've had the conversations online with some people because like I'll I'll make comments or posts that um, I don't post as often anymore, and maybe I should mm-hmm. um, more racially charged things. Right. I've had people in my comments saying like, "Oh, well, slavery happened 400 years ago," and I'm like, "Bro, like slave pe- black people were considered people the same year my mother was born." Uh-huh. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. And that's recent. Yeah. So I just think that, that like when a lot of people try to dismiss things and say like, oh, you know, black people or this is something that happened a long time ago that we should be able to get over it. And it's just like just because our generation thankfully hasn't been physically whipped and mistreated and killed doesn't mean that mistreatment still doesn't happen. Like we've seen, especially the biggest one or the most notable one being George Floyd, being somebody who was mistreated because of the color of their skin. They were assumed that this person, you know, was a drug dealer, was doing whatever, while how many white shooters that are going around killing multiple people Mm -hmm. are being taken into custody, asking what they want to eat. Giving Burger King. You know, like stuff like that. So it's like, obviously there has to be a disparity. Obviously we're not saying all white people are racist, but when it thinks, if you're taking advantage of a system that benefits you, you are encouraging slash promoting said racism. So right. It's systematic right. racism. Not saying you're racist, but you're taking advantage of yeah, racist ways. You're benefiting ways. off of it. You are. Exactly. You know, and it's like a lot of people who want things that are self-serving, like I don't blame them, but at the same time, you have to acknowledge it. Right. You can't say, 
oh, well, it's not my fault that this works for me and doesn't work for you. Then it's like, well, then make it even. But if right. you know that it being even, might you might lose your privilege or you might lose that ease of getting certain stuff ahead. Some people don't want to do that because they want life easy for them. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and like a lot of people will say, well, I don't have same the same benefits as white people. Why do you think I'm benefiting from white privilege? It's like by being white, you inherently have privilege because you can do certain things that a black person in your similar or even better position could not do. Right. Exactly. To, to be able to even say, I'm not privileged I don't even think a black person has ever said that. Like, because you'd have to even think that someone thinks you have privilege to even say you're not privileged. Yeah. I can't, I don't even have to say it because we already know we don't have it. You know what I mean? So if you're saying it, that means someone's accusing you of having it, which means, come on, where there's smoke, there's fire. Let's just say that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So to think you don't have privilege and like, I don't know. I mean... But I don't know. Pr- but privilege can be in th- it can be in big or small things because like right, right. a lot of people will say like oh well you know I'm not living a, a a great life I'm not super rich that means I'm not privileged and it's like right, privilege can be right. as simple as like like I've been followed around in a dollar store mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to have the privilege of shopping without being persecuted like you like literally I've been to a makeup store mm-hmm. where I was standing in line to pay for something and I saw a white woman. Mm-hmm. steal something and put it in her bag. Wow. Nobody was looking at her. Nobody was questioning her, but everybody wanted to ask, oh, do you need help with anything? Are you sure you want this? Like, wow. I, I will drop two, three hundred dollars in makeup. Y- y'all don't really right? want to see me do it. <laughs> no shit. But like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> uh-huh. the, there's certain things that I like and I respect and whatnot, but it's like, it's true. Just- it's sad though. Like, mm-hmm. they'll look at me like, oh, I can't afford to do, do something or whatever and I'll steal. Mm-hmm. But somebody else who unassumingly quote unquote mm-hmm. wouldn't do that right. are the ones teething <laughs> it's true and let me say this okay yeah during it's funny because back history month happened in february okay mm-hmm. and i was so annoyed driving around my town yeah and i've seen people every time i see someone pulled over by the police i break my neck to see who's in the car <laughs> i do and i and i full disclosure i do uh. because i'm like thinking I hope it's not a black person. Yeah. Like, because you hear, you just hear how disproportionately black men are pulled over, okay? Right. So the last three times, I would say, I've pulled, I've seen this. One person was a, a person of color that was non-black. Okay. And the other two were black people, which oh, were God. recently. Yeah. And I was so upset. And I'm like, and one of them was during Black History Month. I'm like, can we not? I wanted to go on Twitter, but... I don't have a Twitter. I only use my <laughs> workplace. So I was just like, okay, I can't even go and put this there. But yeah, I'm like, I always want to put on a Twitter, like create a Twitter account just to put, can we just agree, um, you know, law enforcement to not pull over black people in just the month of February? Just one month. <laughs> just, just one, one month. month of the year. We yeah. have less days than all the rest of the month. You know, that's the shortest month. That, that, that someone had to pick two. You know what I mean? Let's just pull, let's not pull over a black person all month. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, just. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just for kicks. Just one month. Just one month of the month. Just one, one month. month of the year. Please. You know, it, I, it, it was a joke. You know, I was, I was dying. Please. I'm like, you have the nerve to and pull you, over a black man. And you know what? I have that same feeling when you mm-hmm. see certain things on the news. When they're like, oh, a person um, stole this or stole a car or mm-hmm. shot a police officer or did something. The first thing that comes to my mind is, please don't let them be black. Please don't let them be black. I please know. don't let them be black. And when you see a black person mugshot, you're like, oh, like you, yeah. you just feel like yeah. a. Like a, like a small step back for black people, like oh, very true. And it also that also comes from the idea that whenever someone is described, what's his description? A man, a man about six foot. Da, 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 da. If it's a white person, they just say a man. Yeah. But if it's any other race, a black man, a right. tan man. Yeah. But they don't say a white man, a white man. So they, so you're never programmed to think that a white man is doing things. Right. You're programmed to think that a black man, a a a, a, a you know a dark colored man or a this dot man, a yeah. tan man. Uh, uh, Always uh, non-white, a, yeah. right? A young black man was arrested for for mm-hmm. um, uh, in-store robbery or blah, 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 like right. some, some kind of thing. But yeah. they'll never say, like only recently I'll say, I don't want to say they'll never because they do now, but they'll say, yeah, now yeah. a white male, blah, 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 blah. There's something right. to describe as a white male. No, 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 no. Right. But like, it's just for so long and obviously disproportionately, you know, black men are seeked out to see if they're doing a crime or accused or, you know, so right. it just becomes that stereotype and it's really sad, you know, it that, is. you know, 
it, 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 it is sad. And now Asians, people are getting a taste of that. But it's not even like a I don't want to say getting a getting taste, a... but revisiting a taste of this. Because I don't want to disparage or ignore the fact that, like, Japanese and or Asian people were heavily mistreated, especially in Canada. Oh, of course, I don't know if the same applied to the United States at mm-hmm, that time. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody can put it in the comments or, or a post on our Instagram or whatever. Mm. But, um, but they're, they're revisiting of- it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But what I mean more is, like, they're getting a taste of just violence for no reason, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. just getting a taste of being just out of nowhere, attack, 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 attack on a large scale. And the fact that it was actually encouraged, you know, by the president of the United States, you know, encouraging these racial comments and these dis- disrespectful prejudices, you know, yeah. the disease that came from China, you know, the virus, the China virus that came from China, like reinforced by him and almost, almost welcomed, you know, well, welcome. Well, were- he's always been welcoming Disgusting. violence against things and or people that mm-hmm. don't fall in line with what he likes. That's like even with the whole insurgents on the Capitol, he right. didn't like having losing to to joe biden and therefore was inciting violence on the very capital that he was in he wasn't asking people to storm the capital when he was working right but when he was removed when Pence was there he didn't care his own vice president his, yeah right right thank you his own his own vice president, president. was there and he gave zero shits he right. gave zero fucks mm-hmm. and and it's funny because like i'm gonna touch on this last thing and kind of like how that mindset mm-hmm. um when it comes to white people's security and white people's money and power, that's when you really see the self-servingness come out. Mm-hmm. Because there is definitely a certain sense of community in black people. Um, there's a sense of community in Asian people, in Hispanic mm-hmm. people, in South Asian people, all different descents, races, whatever. All these communities. Yeah, yeah, and all these communities. But you really see that dissolve when when money in, or power is involved when it comes to white people. And the one thing I will use similarly to this is um, on YouTube, the whole Dramageddon that happened. Um, Tati Westbrook came out ca- accusing James Charles of being a predator. Mm. And it seemed like, I don't know how nobody else has seen this, but maybe they have. Mm. But like, it just seemed like the whole root of this video coming out and like her her touching on it a year later and stuff mm-hmm. has always been to revolve around money. Mm-hmm. It seems like her, her Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, James Charles, they're all involved in some sort of business and then mm-hmm. things didn't work out in their favor. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden there's a video, Evolve. this person's this, I was, I was misled. I was this, mm-hmm. I was like, it just seemed like all of that relationships, all of those bonds, all of those mm-hmm. friendships, mm-hmm fall apart when money was involved. Right. And the thing is, I will definitely say that happens in every community too. Like, I, it I, does. I wanna, I'm I not going to act that. like, I'm not going to act sure. like it's not. Because girl, I was shocked. I was recently talking to an uh, American man who actually uh, was a New Yorker. Yes. And he is a business owner. He's, you know, pretty well set up for himself. He's not, you know, balling out of control, but you know, doing his decent for himself. Mm-hmm. And he told me he voted for Trump. What? He voted for Trump. Disgusting. A girl almost choked on my my own tongue. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? You voted for who? You know, I was like, ha ha. And when I heard this, um, I immediately knew why. And I said, you know what? I'm not surprised. And and then he immediately said what I was expecting him to say, Mm -hmm. which is it's because, you know, um, his business interests, you know, um, Trump does um, do a lot of tax breaks for people in his tax category bracket. And so he was doing it just to protect his assets, which I understood. But, like, for me as a person, I can't respect that. No, of course. Because it's like you're you're picking... Money over the well-being over of humanity. people. Because here's because here's because exactly. here's the thing that a lot of, like I understand people want to protect their assets, they're building mm-hmm. their business mm-hmm. and whatnot. But in order to maintain your business, you're going to need people to engage with them. Who's going to engage right. with your business when they're gone? Right. Thank you. And I don't respect it. I just don't. I and call me. Uh, it's you know, very callous. A humanist or whatever you want to call me, or you know, a bleeding heart. Yeah. But I don't care because <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. I value people over products. I value yeah. humans over what? Like 
tax cuts and tax breaks and change and all that stuff. Right. Like, I'm sorry. The only change I want is a change in government, a change in leadership when someone like Trump is at the helm. You know? Right. You can't man this ship if you're not a man yourself. You know? And, Facts. you know, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't respect that. Children in cages at the border, you know, calling things the China virus, the separation, the mm-hmm. language of dehum- dehumanizing language towards people. That is the most dangerous thing a right. leader can have. Dehumanizing. The same man that if this guy, who it was a black American man who voted for Trump, if he was dying or got shot down by police, do you think Trump would give a shit? Do you think Trump would go to his family's house the same way he didn't even go to that guy Oh, the guy that got shot seven times at the birthday party. What oh, was I his forget name? his name. Oh, I'm going to Google his name. But if this man, you know, that, that, that voted for Trump that I was speaking right. to, this New Yorker, you know, got shot seven times, he, Trump wouldn't give a damn. Trump would not give a damn. Yeah, he'd make an excuse. You this know? man was a thug. This man was not. Like, he'd make an excuse to justify the violence and acted on him. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, Jacob Blake was his name that got shot yes, seven okay, times, okay. okay, in the back by police. As he went to his car, ignoring them, okay? Mm-mm. Now, ugh, and it just bothers me. It bothers me so much that, you know, anyway, it just bothers me. So, for you to choose your assets and your own financial wealth. Like, over your I, life. Over your life, Over your race and solidarity with your well, people. Well, not over and, your race. Over your life. And your own life, yeah. Because here's the thing. Having that tax break is not going to guarantee you having your life. Exactly. Thank it's you. very true. And it's not going to guarantee any progress for your people and for the cause and for making this world a better place for everyone in the end. Because when black statistics show that when black people get a certain freedom, it opens the floodgates for other races to get this freedom as well. Right. You know? So, um, it just, it, it, kind of, it made me sick to my stomach. It really made me sick to my stomach. Cause I, I don't think I could be with a man like that. I, oh I, gosh. You I know what I mean? Like that, that hurt me. I'm like, damn, against your own. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like, it's a little heart wrenching yeah. and it's heartbreaking because it's like, mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. you always have to think of the next generation and it's like, right. You're going to put money over my child. Right. And you're going to put child. money. Oh yeah. Your own children over my cousin, over my my niece, over whoever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and over my friend. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you don't have to make it personal to relate, but some people have to, to like, right. have it click through. Right. You know? And it's just, it's, it's sad. It's true. And the reality is that no matter how much money you are, or sorry, how much money you have. Yeah. In the end, when you get stopped by a police officer, all they see is a black man. You, you could be wearing a suit, you could be wearing, you could be in a limo, you could be coming out of your, you know, penthouse suite of your five-star Bars. Trump hotel, Bars. okay? When you get stopped by that policeman and he asks you for your license and you're reaching under the seat for your license, pop, pop, pop. End of story, you know? Well, I'm just saying that In a risk, lot of situations, not that, every Yeah, that risk, that risk is there. Like, the it, risk is there. It, it's mm-hmm. funny because, um, who was it? I think it was Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. who talked about it and was just like he was pulled over by police and he's motherfucking Chris Rock he's right. a very rich famous well known black person at the end mm-hmm. of the day some people not all some cops not all mm-hmm. see a black man when they get pulled over right, right. and assume you just, that you're up to something right and you just don't know which one you're gonna get that, that's yeah. what the risk is it's not the fact that oh all cats are bad no it's just, you don't know if you're going to be that one. And no one wants to be that one who meets that one. Honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Cause that like, has to change. I think of, because like, I think of instances like Philando Castile. This man was mm-hmm. shot in his car in front of his girlfriend, in front of his child. In, his fa- in front of his family. Like, that will never, like, that will yeah. never leave my mind. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Or that child's mind, you know? Yeah. And it's disgusting. And, um, like the fact that these, um, Young Asian women were shot at, at these spas. Right. People, you know, by this young man. And he claimed as well, I meant to touch on that, that he claimed that it's uh-huh. because he had a sex addiction. Then go to therapy. And wanted to, you know, not have temptations for himself. Honey boo boo, do you think you shooting these people is going to stop spas? No. New people are just going to take over that spa. You know what I mean? Or a different spa somewhere right. else. So, right. And, and it, it, blaming 
other people for your addiction? No, you have the problem, for your not short, them. Yeah, for your shortfalls. Instead for of being accountable short, for your shortfalls and working on you. yourself, you're taking out this aggression, this um, disappointment, this frustration on other, other people who had no business receiving that level of violence right. and hate. Who had nothing to so do with it. I, I was heartbroken do. when I heard that happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, these poor, like, half the time some people in sex work, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not going to, okay, I'm not also not going to generate, gen, generalize it because that's not how everybody works. Right. But pe- some people in sex work are in there because it's the only um, option that makes sense for them that helps their life financially. Mm-hmm. Like, we live right now in a city where... The cost of living is ridiculous. Does not even match the minimum wage. Right. So some people have to have two, three jobs just to make ends meet. Most people right. have to have a dual income just to make ends meet. You know? So some people use um, sex work as an easier way to kind of limit, to lower that gap. And, right. to, and it's like, for you, because you're uncomfortable, you're sad, you're frustrated, instead of working on yourself, you're going to do that? I don't it's know. disgusting. So that would be a great next topic for us. Let's talk about sex work. Sex work okay. is work, you know? It That's is That's the newest cry in that industry and they want to be uh, recognized. So definitely tune into our next show. Again, I am one of your lovely hosts at The Hill Diva on Instagram. And I am your other lovely host, Ola Miss Lola, on Instagram as Ola.Miss.Lola. So thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day. If you have any comments, remember, Go to our Insta at This Black Girl Podcast and give us all that smoke. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a wonderful day. Wear a mask. If you can take the vaccine, please do it because we want to. (laughs) Right? So have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.